Hello. Hello. You found us. Welcome to Emergency Protocol, a podcast for people who are stressy and depressy. We are your hosts, Denise and Jackie Freed. That's my mama. And that's my baby. We are sharing our 12 steps reimagined for today's society. And our bumpy, pothole-ridden spiritual paths. And we're bringing you along for the ride. This is us doing the actual work. When the shit hits the fan, you know it's time for... Emergency Emergency Protocol. Hello. Hi. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Does anybody else feel like they've been through it? I felt like December had a whole extra year in it. It did. It really did. It had a whole extra year in it. Yeah. Yeah. It was 2023 plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. We're back, baby. That's it. We're, we we're, did it. We're rolling into 2024. Yeah. It is December 30th because this wow. won't get out until we're yes. actually in January. Yeah. So, yes, we're ending. The, this is the last podcast last of melon. the year. Which high five to you. We to you. we did a thing. Yeah. We've been doing it. I don't know what we episode have. we're on. I don't know 21. any other one. Twenty one. So who knew? A I year know. ago <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Tech support. Yup. <laughs> we weren't even doing this a year ago. We weren't no. even talking about doing this a year ago. We're still doing it too. Right? It's so crazy. The other day we were t- having a discussion on the phone. Because little Miss Sicky Poo over here has had coronavirus. I got the vid. She finally got COVID. I'm in the first timers club and yeah. it was gnarly. It was Took her out for a good while. So, I just tested positive after nine days. Yeah, something 10 like days. That. I've been isolated in my bedroom all yeah. through the holidays. Yeah. Fucked up our Christmas. Yes. I got to have my own, like, it's a wonderful life moment when I realized what happens when mom's not here for Christmas. Yeah. 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 For real, so. Totally. Because we didn't get to do the fun things no. and da 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 and the da 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 and yeah. Devastating blow. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we're on the rebound. I also had COVID, not quite as bad. And today is day one testing Christmas, negative. And that was some bullshit. Yes. And love Jackie Christmas. loves Christmas. I love Christmas. I, I mean, you are half Jewish and half Christmas. Yes. That's what she used to say when she was That's little. That's what I used to say. <laughs> she actually Christmas. still says it. <laughs> <laughs> still, still true. <laughs> but yeah, on one of our many phone calls, we were talking. I was like, stop, we should be recording this. That's right. So. Because yeah. I was asking a pointed question and you started to answer it. And then you were like, no, oh, this is good. Nope, fodder. we're not. We, I, we need to record this. And yeah. I was like, okay. But first, we'll talk more about COVID. <clears throat> COVID. So, How, where, what are you doing? How are you feeling? Don't feel great. Okay. I went to, out to eat and uh-huh. then went and got nails and uh-huh. toes done. Claws and claws. Love and it. And that was enough. And then I had to come home and take a nap. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's still like weight on my chest. Yeah. But the razor blades in my sore throat are gone. Thank God. Great. And um, mentally, where are you at? Are mentally, you like, I'm a little foggy. With all the people? I do not want to be okay. with all the people. It's been a lot. Mm. So still we'll have an easy New Year's, a couple lunch. of friends, yummy dinner in a house, not in a restaurant, mm-hmm. just low key. 
which is kind of what we do anyway, but yeah. still. Yeah. And then I get to go back to work and, and it's like back to work, you know, so mm-hmm. there's some stuff going on where it's going to be hitting the, the pavement and yeah. running. And so I'm going to have to be very mindful about how much energy I expend and where I expend it. So it's going to force me once again to really focus on what is important mm. and what is just fluff. In my role, I get a lot of emails and requests for different types of information, research, data fixes, data inquiries, mm-hmm. help general, can you help us with this or that? Yeah. And many of them don't maybe don't need to be done at all mm. or don't need to be done by me or maybe doesn't need to have five meetings about it yeah. or you know so I'm just going to have to be very mindful mm-hmm. about what I say yes to and what I say no to. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of uh, how I'm going to actually go about the year, I think, mm-hmm. because you and I talked about it. It's like we leave a lot on the mat. I leave a lot on the mat at work. Mm-hmm. And then when I get home, and I noticed at Thanksgiving, I didn't mm-hmm. have a lot left for the people that I love. Yeah. And so I need to figure out how to contain some of my energy for the people that mean the most to me and for the things that mean the most to me. And for yourself. And, well, that's included in it that. means the most. Yes. I'm always my favorite subject. Still. Still. Here we are, 21 episodes later. Still true. Still, still, still. <laughs> anyway. uh, so, yeah, how was your coronavirus? Coronavirus? I don't even know who, who originated that. Cardi B. Was it? I think Coronavirus? So. Yeah. Uh, that's how it felt. It was like, honestly, I was like, oh, I, I think I'm getting a cold. I was just in this moldy hotel room in Hawaii, and that definitely triggered. Sorry. <laughs> should have timed that better. But I should have probably switched rooms and just paid the upgrade fee because that already was like a lot on my my immune system. Yeah. And then I thought I was just like getting a cold and getting my period. So I was a super spreader. I went to Disneyland <laughs> and then tested like three days later and was like, oh, well, because I tested right after you tested, right? Like, yeah. we all just thought it was a cold or I a flu I thought it was a cold or, or a flu. I don't know why Lesson I didn't learned, think it was going to be COVID. COVID is back. Start testing for that shit again because yeah. this is the most number of people I've known directly to have it all within like a two-month period. Yeah. All of our period. people who have never gotten it got it. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. It was really sad to miss Christmas. I mean, it's hard to go through the year without like the with fewer seasonal markers than we had when I was growing up. And then to miss Christmas is just like devastating blow. Like I love to give gifts. I love to receive gifts. I need that dopamine hit of like the good food and everybody's like on their best behavior and everything's sparkly and twinkly and there's lights everywhere. That's so cute. And so to not have that and to just be like at home and my poor dog's like stir crazy, right? She's like, mom. So yeah, it was hard and sad. And also we didn't get to spend time with Livy. Yeah. When she was home, yeah, my sister. So she was here from college for ten days after her graduation, and basically hung out in the room <laughs> she, the whole time. Yeah, we think which she, was probably yeah. also not terrible. She had yeah. a rough final, a rough end to this 
to her college undergrad. I think everybody has career. a rough thing, but it, you know, rough yeah. just the pileup of work that's due at the end of a four-year accumulation is and a lot. And every semester, yeah. And then to the graduation, and then all the family coming in, mm-hmm. and I think actually, in a weird way, it was probably good for her to just decompress and be yeah. forced to do nothing because the she really hasn't had a time in the last four years where there was nothing to do right. and nowhere to go right. and no one to see like all her friends were gone except for the last day mm-hmm. so she had to decompress no no choice and i had to decompress no choice but it wasn't really decompress it was just like be sick right so yeah. that wasn't and, and she was sick too but she got well before i did and yeah. she tested negative the whole time so Go figure. I don't know. Yeah. It is sad. I mean, I know Christmas will come around again, right? But like <laughs> also Grandma Marfori's old. Yeah. Right? My great grandma, her her grandma. Yeah. She's 96. She's getting up there. She's going to be 97 on the 11th of Bonkers. January. She's so funny too. And she's like got less filter. Way less filter. So by. it's fucking hilarious yeah. listening to grandmas when they're like filters yeah. off. Yeah, she did seem I mean, I did have a conversation with her. I think it must have been Thanksgiving where we were just talking about her health and stuff and Mm -hmm. how she's feeling. And I asked her if she was scared. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, is she scared of dying? And she Mm -hmm. like kind of teared up a little bit and like was she seemed a little sad, which is crazy because this woman had a life. Yes. Right. Her life was really big for so many years and it's been really small for as long as I've known her. Mm -hmm. But she had a really big life. And so that's kind of giving me perspective, too. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I think because she traveled so much yeah. with my grandpa during the war that she didn't want to leave like the house ever Like four international again. moves. Yeah. Right. That's exactly. enough with four kids. But, yeah, a lot. And I think, too, it's kind of, I mean, I when I'm sitting with her now, mm-hmm. I put on a voice memo. And so while mm-hmm. she's talking, I'm recording that's the stories sweet. that she's saying because- you don't know, you know, she's she's in that place of age where you remember stuff from long ago yeah. way better than you can remember what happened last week. And yeah. so she's telling all the stories from days of old. And so it's, you know, it's good to hear that, you know, what it was like for her to grow up and, yeah. you know, without a, her mom dying early and being raised by her sisters and just, you know, it's a very, um, it was a different time when mm-hmm. people, had, and it was Definitely some families had a lot of kids. Like my yeah. grandma, I think she was number 12. Yeah. You know, and that's, a you know, it's a lot. So a lot. anyway, um, not here to talk about grandma's story, but it's it's definitely we're noticing the time passing and our older, she's our last grandma, great grandma. She's the last great grandma. So when Jackie was born, she had nine, nine grandparents. grandparents. Three great grandparents. Yes. And then both bio grandparents got divorced and both bio grandmas remarried. Yeah. So we had an extra grandpa on both sides too. Yes. Yeah. That's not counting all of the married and divorced grandmas and grandpas we lost along the way. Pour one out for those guys too. Right. We had, we had, everybody had a few of those too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of that. And yeah. So- here we are, 2023, are. end of the year. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a rough year. It was a good year, but it was challenging. And mm-hmm. it was like, you know, it was one of those years where you feel like you're, right now we're having giant waves in California. And I feel yeah. like it was that kind of year. It is, is kind of the 
metaphor for the year was like giant wave, survive the wave, swim your ass off, get to safety, another wave and comes another wave. and you're kind of like, okay, well that wave's over. We're good now. We can rebuild. No, another wave's coming and it's going to wipe out all yeah. of the construction you just did. And the, you know what I mean? And so it just felt like one of those things where you're just treading water and yeah. going to just go with what it is. Like just, yeah. just swim parallel to shore and don't get sucked out to sea is like yeah. the thing. It's like no riptides. Right. Yeah. And so that's kind of what 2023 feels like for me was like, just keep swimming mm -hmm. and try not to get sucked out to sea. And yeah. it might not, you might not swim to safety, but you might, you might not drown as well. Right. So we didn't drown. We're still yeah. here and we're still doing this <laughs> and we're getting closer on the studio. The studio um, has doors and it has paint and, and it's a new roof, a roof and stucco and uh, yeah, plumbing for a bathroom and a little kitchenette yeah. and tile. We're ready for our 2024. Yes, glow we're going to make a nice, cozy, <laughs> cozy spot for us to do this in where we don't yeah. have to kick everybody out of the house and make the dog be quiet. It's going to yeah. be great. So yeah, that's where we are. Right. And so I think in talking through like how these steps apply to all of that yeah. is like last week, it's such a part of my life that I don't really battle with it like mm -hmm. I used to but the powerlessness over my body and what it's going to do right like I just let it go and surrendered to coronavirus like yeah. it's going to be what it's going to be there's nothing I can do about it other than take I can take the Paxlovid and I can kind of drink my tea and you know take yeah. my mucinex and do all the things and zero control over when it's going to, when I'm going to test negative or positive, or if I get to go out today or if I don't get to go out today. And so mm. it's just like, all right. And I think the pandemic probably helped that a little bit because I was so forced. Yeah. We were also forced to be isolated. Yeah. I think if I hadn't experienced that and then just had to be in my bedroom for like 10 days, that would have been insane. Yeah. So because I'm a person who does a lot of things, as Jackie has noted to <laughs> before, that I pack every single spare opening oh. with things. Although I'm not I as bad you, as I used to be. You just likes like to doing enjoy things. life. Yeah, you like to see what's out there. You go to museums and new restaurants. and That's, you like... that's what I miss most yeah. about this, actually. Mm. Not even Christmas. It was that we the didn't get to go to the tea room <laughs> at the Huntington Gardens. Yeah, that like was a we made a reservation. I was like, I made it like a couple months out. I'm like, oh, we'll have Christmas tea at the Huntington Gardens we and walk around the tea. garden. And we love the Huntington. It's and like it's a happy tea is a, tea is a, a Christmas thing it we feels do. Special. Yeah, yeah, we do usually do at least one tea mm -hmm. a year. And I was hoping with the new tea house, they'd probably have gluten free options for they everybody. Do. And yeah. so it would have been. Anyway, now I feel like if we go without Liv, I'll be cheating on her. So it's kind of like, okay, maybe she has to come back and we go to tea and figure that out. But anyway. during wintertime is so cozy too. Yes. Like, I don't want to do tea in the summer. It's too hot. But we'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it if we have to. Or we just wait for next year, right? Yeah. I just keep, this, I just keep like thinking like, oh, so much can change in a year. Yes. And you know? so much will change in a year. And that's what happens every year. Like change is 
always going to happen. But yeah, we're going to just do what we can with where we are. Yeah, I think Maybe that's, that's probably why I'm feeling a little itchy. Yes. Yeah, so I'm now we're, we're this is this is where we're going to we're going to pivot. <laughs> so the reason Jackie's a little twitchy mm-hmm. in like what is the next big move for her and the choices are very they're kind of a a big range yeah and so my question the other day when you stopped me and said oh we need to record this is i was like what is the driver or impetus Mm -hmm. for you feeling you need to do something so big right now like such a big kind of change and you can talk about what you're thinking about and all that because that's your story to tell sure well i've been working in a day job that's very local which is great one of the reasons that i took that job is because it's like literally halfway between my place and your place Mm -hmm. right so like drop the dog off with grandma and grandpa in the morning and then go to work and then come back and sometimes we have dinner or whatever and it's a neighborhood i grew up in it's something that i felt really passionate about especially when i first started and i still feel passionate about it and I'm also like, this is not, my current role is not the end game. It doesn't feel like that's where I'm meant to be for like the rest of my life, right? Well, you knew that going in. I knew that going in. It was it was meant to be, I was going to give it like a year and then I was like, no, I'll give it two years, right? And just kind of like see it through, mm-hmm. right? And like really give, give it time to grow and settle and see like what happens. Because mm-hmm. again, a lot can happen in a year. And I was also feeling like my life before that was pretty small working in real estate even with our team it's a pretty like lone wolf industry Mm -hmm. you're by yourself a lot of the time and my natural instinct is to just be at home right like i don't like to make plans i'm not somebody who gets super fueled up by being out and around people all the time Mm -hmm. and so I was yeah, you do because you're do. in this job where you're around people all the time and you do come back with more energy than I think you go in with. Right. Right. Which is interesting. Yeah. But it's a very specific kind of interaction. Yes. And also I don't have to like drive drive all around town. To do well, it. and I also think just in the type of work, mm. the real estate thing is a very uncertain thing. You have to work for mm-hmm. long periods without getting paid and no yeah. certainty of getting paid. Even when you have a client that you're showing property to, there's no... Even with the listing. There's no yeah guarantee that it's going to close escrow and we don't right. get paid until it closes, right? So yeah. you can work months with somebody or even a year with somebody and then they go into an open house and buy it with somebody else or some sort... There's all kinds of things that can happen. Yeah. So I think part of the, t- the, the, the job of that. having a steady... like nine to five did do something yeah. for your nervous system and kind of calmed totally. you down, right? And some people are better at treating their real estate business like a nine to five than I am. Right. Right? Like I was not very disciplined about that, especially after, I think I was pre-pandemic. And mm-hmm. then once, when the pandemic hit, I just kind of like melted, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people did, yeah. which is why we've been really pushing people to come back into the office. Yeah. Yeah. Well, our office in particular has a really nice culture too. Yeah. So I think it's too, I mean, for me mm-hmm. in when I was starting out and I was, I had left, I was working for two ladies and mm-hmm. I went out on my own mm-hmm. and I didn't know what I was going to do. And all I remember them was saying like, get dressed for work and go to the, go to the office mm-hmm. and start working. And so- for me, that the action of like putting on the clothes 
and going to the office, even though now I'm working for myself and there's literally no job <laughs> description and nothing to do that day forced yeah. me to find things to do that yeah. would move the needle forward. So part of, yeah. I think, the struggle that people have in our in this industry mm -hmm. is that they don't have that sense of responsibility to show mm. up the way they would if they were working for somebody else. And so I often ask people, if you were hiring you for this job, would you hire you? Mm. Right. And then they're like, hmm? it forces <laughs> people to think about like, how are they showing up yeah. in that role? Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry to segue off of that, but I, I think no. I, I wanted to put in some context around the, the structure of yeah. of the different types of work. One yeah. is, is like retail oriented and one is right. very much entrepreneurial oriented. One has like a checklist that was made for me that I go through every day. Right. And then there's also like specific tasks that I have to accomplish and things that are very obvious. Mm hmm that are not just me making myself vulnerable and like calling somebody and potentially being rejected. Right. Right. Which is really like the big thing for me. I've noticed I have a huge fear of rejection. Yeah. So anyways, so we're at this point where I don't fully feel drawn to either of my current roles. Mm -hmm. Right. Cause I am still doing real estate for like, friends and family basically mm -hmm. and helping the team if and when I can but I'm like okay what what is next right and most of my friends from college have been partnered for like five plus years all of my close friends have been with their partners for a long time I haven't found a like committed long-term partner mm -hmm. and that's something that I want and not in a desperate way but I think I would enjoy it and I've noticed that I'm a better I think I'm a better version of myself when I'm in a relationship and then my adult friends that I've made, which I had to work really hard to make, yes, have mostly moved out away, have left Los Angeles, or and they were already married, and now they're all having their like first and second babies. Right, right. So there's a there's this little bit of like at first when I was in real estate, I was making all this money, so then I could travel and do more stuff. I had more flexibility, but also. I was mentally like very fragile because mm -hmm. of that, mm -hmm. right? Because of the uncertainty of the business. But I felt ahead of my friends in terms of like earnings and, you know, that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And I've hit some big milestones, right? Like I have a property that I'm maintaining and whatever. Mm -hmm. So that's that's big. I should give myself credit for that. But that wasn't also without help too. And so now I'm just like, okay, like if I end up, also wanting to have a family, like, regardless of how badly I desire that in this moment, there is, like, a biological factor and a timing factor that I need to take into consideration. Well, aren't your, most of your friends older than you? The ones that are having babies? Yeah, but all of them, all the, they've all been with their partners for, like, many, many years, too. It's right. not like, I know very few people who, like, met their partner and within two years had their baby. Right. It's, it's pretty rare. So the examples that I have in front of me right now are all seeming like, oh, you have to like build, you have to build several years together before you reach that point. And maybe that's true. Maybe that's not. I think at this point, though, like I've, I've also seen so many friends go through like fertility struggles and stuff like that, that I've kind of realized it's not really up to me, even though I think I would make a really good mom and I enjoy interacting with kids and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. It's not really up to me. And I would rather have a committed partner and prioritize that over finding someone to make a family with. 
Well, would it give you more comfort and stability in your groundedness if you froze your eggs? I know that some, there's a lot of yeah. young women that I talk to that feel better once they've done that. They feel like, like, a, like a safety blanket. Yeah. I've thought about it, but again, it's like very expensive. I'm making, you know, not yeah. great money right now. Yeah. I mean, I make, don't get me wrong. I'm being paid very well for an hourly position. And in Los Angeles, that's not taking me very far. Right. Like, I don't have any savings. I don't really have, I'm in like a more <laughs> financially vulnerable place than I've been in in a while, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I could look into that. I know friends who have done that, and mm -hmm. I'm sure I could get a lot of wisdom from them around the process. That would that would probably ease some of this. So I'm considering applying for this like kind of tour guide position. Mm -hmm. And I would love to do that if I could work in Europe mm -hmm. and travel. And that's, again, it's a really specific position with a really specific company, kind of mm -hmm. like what I'm in now. Mm -hmm. And also... I'm thinking about going to school to become a therapist, either like an LMFT, LCSW, <laughs> figuring out what that looks like, mm -hmm. what programs are available. And I don't really have, I feel like there's still so much self-doubt. Like my academic record in undergrad was so terrible. And I think like, you know, I can explain it via like I had a mental health crisis basically. Right. <laughs> but I think that there's still doubt in like whether I would a be accepted into a school and whether or not I have like the fortitude to finish it out and be successful. Right. Mm -hmm. And also like if I did want to study, if I went to grad school abroad, how would that factor into here? Like would it transfer? Do I have to work abroad? There's just like lots of, lots of variables. So I'm deep in that. I think they call it a Saturn return when you're like in your thirties and you hit this like, what do I do with my yeah life like quarter life crisis? We'll call it since Grandma's ninety six. There you go. Yeah, yeah, right. Third life crisis. Third. Yeah. And then there's this, right? right? There's like, what does the future of this project look like if I'm like, if I'm not here physically, right? Do we just like record virtually or whatever? Because this is also something that I'm invested in. There's just no clear path of like how this is going to move forward even right. though we know that there is a path we just don't know what that path looks like yeah right is yeah. that the feeling that you have I, it is the feeling i have but there's also a sense of i feel like the shift is going to be when we get into this space and yeah. then we have a space mm -hmm. to actually meet with other people and literally right before we started recording i got a call from a friend who is working with people mm -hmm. on very specific issues and she asked if she could get a copy of our 12 Steps for Everyone because mm. she likes the language better for people who are maybe have been exposed to different 12 Steps. Mm. You know, they have a family member who's sober or something, but there's a resistance to the language and the wording mm. and the, you know, you, right? Yeah. That There's yeah. just like, oh, that isn't, I, I don't want any part of that. Yeah. So- she asked me for a copy of that. And so mm -hmm. I think that there is, and in talking to my therapist, it's like, mm -hmm. you know, there is a need for what we're doing. Yeah. We just haven't figured out yet how to get, <laughs> let people know where to find us, mm -hmm. which is one of the things that we're working on. And that's also very challenging for you and I, because we're not self-promoters naturally. No. And we don't have like the skill set for it. To be yeah. fair, like I think most people who are like podcasters, influencers, content creators 
don't just innately have the skill set or like parlay their skills into this work. They right. there's a lot of learning that happens. So yeah. we're just like kind of on that journey. Yeah. Even with this situation. With this situation with our <laughs> lights and our it doesn't even my record breakfast. properly. Yeah. <laughs> Where half the time she's like, oh we shit, lost we lost the last minutes. Tw- five minutes when we got to the meat of the subject. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is it is challenging, but we're doing it. And I think there's a lot of people coming out of COVID yeah. questioning their lives. We're still mid COVID. I think that's what's fucking people up is a lot of people are realizing like we're still in. We're still in. We're still in it when there's not crisis. a bunch of people that are in under respirators like yeah. it was. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't feel as dire. Yeah. Which but is people also are still dying. People are still dying yeah. of COVID. So. It doesn't feel like if I had gotten COVID in 2020 where I would have been terrified. Yeah. Especially with asthma. Oh, I'm terrified. Yeah. Because we don't know what the long-term repercussions are. So it's also triggering my like anxiety. That's so interesting. So this is the thing. Like, and this Mm -hmm. is where two two different times you've brought up. (laughs) Well, we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Guess what? You never know what's going to happen. I know. And the universal mother's <laughs> taking care of me. You we'll never know what's going to happen. And I think yeah. that is the rub that we're talking about here. It's like you can go down that road and just take the highway into, you know, the absurdity of trying to figure out what's coming around the corner. Yeah. Or you can just keep driving, and when you get to the corner, you can kind of go, oh, okay, there's a stop up there, right? Yeah. And just stop when it's time to stop, or whatever. It's so, it's only because I've been through it, but it's like I've worried so much of my life about shit that never happened mm. and was never going to happen. Right. And why spend this here time yeah. over there? In some place, it's never going to exist. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, no, that, that behavior, which I did, I, I definitely identify with. Yeah. But doesn't serve me anymore. Mm. So it's like, whatever. Like, and again, with this, it's like, okay, I got COVID. I'm going to be in my room. I'm really lucky that I'm in a house with people who are bringing me shit and that we live in a time where there's Postmates and there's delivery yeah. services that can bring and we live in a place that can bring them yeah my dad sent a video of this young woman who was digging a dug out a basically a home in the mud mm. in the jungle somewhere using like earth and bamboo <laughs> and whatever yeah. and this young woman with a machete basically built herself a little house with a <laughs> A fireplace and whatever. And I was like, I could do that. Do you think Postmates <laughs> delivers there? <laughs> and it's like, you know, there are so many different ways that people are living on this earth, right? Yeah. And right. that's also part of it, too. I think, you know, we went away this summer and you got to see how people live yeah. in a different country that's not a place that we've ever been to. Like, And so traveling into these places where... Even going to Honolulu for an extended period of time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Is like kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, all, like this whole different life is possible. Yes. Right? All kinds of lives are possible. I know. That's what's so fun. But also what's like daunting because it's yeah. like then 
And I get because I still do it. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. if there's so many different ways to live, am I living the way I'm supposed to live? And that, and somebody asked me, what is my biggest fear in life? Mm-hmm. My biggest fear in life is that I'm not living the life I'm meant to live. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the closest thing that I can find to living the life that I was meant to live is doing this mm-hmm. and getting this work out to people who mm-hmm. need help. And I have the resources and I have the experience and I have people who've all lived through this and are living through it with the ups and downs of all the curveballs of life. Yeah. And it's still like, am I in this little beautiful, idyllic Copenhagen apartment overlooking right. the water and going to the Christmas market? No, but Could would be. I be going to the Christmas market every day and walking in the snow? Fuck no, I wouldn't be doing that. I mm. want to be cozy in my little room. And also, where am I going to put all that shit when you live in 400 <laughs> square feet? Yeah. Like, where does, where, where does that Christmas market stuff go? Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you know, for me, I think my optimism and my desire mm. is tempered by the fact that I know for a fact that no matter where I go, Mm. there I am. Mm -hmm. And no circumstance around me is going to change what is bothering me on the inside. The inside stuff is inside stuff that I have to work on inside, Yeah, not out there. Yes, it's nicer. I would imagine it's nicer to be and easier to be peaceful when I'm in Bali sitting under a coconut tree meditating, yeah. right? After doing yoga all day, right? Yeah. Like, I'm sure that's yeah. fucking great. But is that also the life I want to live? I don't, Probably not for mm-hmm. me. It's nice for vacation, but I'm a more task. I'm a more driven. Yeah. And I, I like the challenge of things. And so yeah. I know. You like having multiple inputs. That even in Bali or Maui or we'll call it any tropical mm. place that I would go to, I would bring my. Bullshit. Well, well, just not. I don't even want to call it bullshit. I just mm. want to. I'm going to bring me with me. So okay. it's like, okay, I'm going to be in Bali and I'm going to be like, okay, how can I still do this? Mm. How can I do this on the the level that I like to do things Mm. here, right? So it's just the removing me of L.A. out of L.A. is not going to remove me from the desire to do things the way I like to do them and the way that I do my life, which is busy and active and a lot of people and a lot of problem solving and big challenges and scary Things that a lot of people don't want to take on. I don't know. You know, it doesn't. And I think you're the same way in a lot of ways. This is why you're thinking about these very big kind of things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, whether you make the change and you're still thinking about what's going to happen a year from now, you could be sitting in Costa Rica thinking that (laughs) just as easily as you could in Copenhagen, just as easily as you could in L.A. <laughs> you know, I know the thought that I just had right now as yeah. I took that sip. I'm like, oh man, I really should stop using straws because it's going to give me limp, limp wrinkles. <laughs> okay, so I think, and then I'm going to be an ugly old alone crow. Like it just, you know, like that's that's how my dominoes tend to fall, and right. I'm still just like, okay. So now since that, this is the crux of it, right? You're in yeah. it, and this is where the dominoes are. The dominoes are here, ready to fall. Mm. 
and you're going down this road of life is not satisfying you in 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 a couple of different ways right yeah. here. Yes. So knowing that, what steps could be applied to the situation that would help you take an action that would move you toward the life you want to live? Right. Well, I still need to finish my taxes. <laughs> That's a big one. So financial amends. Financial amends. And I probably need to start dating again. Part of me is also like, oh, like if I make my world bigger by going taking a travel job, then I'll have a better chance of meeting somebody, which I literally will because yeah. I will be out in the world physically meeting a lot more people. Or you need to just swipe and go, okay, I'll meet you. And it yeah. might not be great. It might be just be like, I need to have like 20 shit dates yeah just for the practice of going on a date yeah and also for measurement when somebody interesting comes and sits across from you like oh yeah. this one's different than those other 19 yeah because right now yeah right or also just making my world bigger like going more places when i can go places and not just staying home too right right and also keeping my like my energy open right to that right so yeah. I think, I think this is mom talking. I think you, I agree with you that you are a more grounded and happier person when you are in a relationship. Yeah. I think it does tether you in a very, something to my brain. It does chemistry. something to your, to the, to all of it where you're feeling more grounded. And I yeah. think that's true for many, many people. That's why people yeah. are in relationships. And I think that, yes, you need to just, Put it. You need to be out there more. You need to be yeah. like going on dates and not be af not be afraid to just go meet somebody for coffee and yeah. or to have a bad date. Like it's gonna be a bad date. Like you know, sitting down or maybe it's like, I mean, for me now, I equate it to like when I'm hiring somebody, yeah. I no longer just invite somebody in for an interview. Mm. I want to talk to them first because yeah. I can eliminate a lot of bullshit. I don't want to sit. I don't want to have thirty minutes dedicated to sitting with you. Yeah. When I already talked to you and I'm like, this is never, ever going to work out. Yeah, right. Yeah. So like for mm -hmm. me, it's like I'll I'll edit out like maybe you swipe, then maybe you t text and then maybe yeah. you agree to have a 10 minute conversation. Mm -hmm. And then and then if all that works out, we'll go meet for coffee somewhere. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to be like all in. Yeah. That's also part of my learning too, right? It's like that's been my history. It's like if I meet somebody and I, we connect, then it's like a relationship. Like it, right. that train starts. There's no, it's not, not that we're dating. like moving in together. No, that's dating, but it's just like there's a lot of that. And I think I've gotten better at pacing myself. Yeah. I keep telling her she needs to go to join this run club that's on Abbott Kinney. I'm not in good enough shape for the run club. They run like four miles. They don't, there's no like easy path. There's no easy, Just easy start run. running. Yeah. You would run farther if there was something to run toward. <laughs> Somehow you would find the stamina, I predict. And I only say this because one of the women that I sponsor were eating in this restaurant across from their run club shop. They have mm. a little house next to the store. Mm -hmm. And... It was a Saturday morning and all of these people were running to this place where they gather after the run and we we're sitting there eating pastries and <laughs> eggs. And I was like, 
we should book a window seat here every Saturday and just watch this because mm. it is a view to be yeah, seen. Yeah, that's intimidating as fuck to show up to a bunch of hot people running. I don't think this is also your I problem. Did try to sh- I, I did think try to you up. don't think you're hot. That's true. Yeah. So that's also something. I think you're hot. All right. Linnell, we have so much to talk about. Linnell's my therapist. We have so much to talk about next week. Oh, can yeah. We, can she have two hours, Linnell? Yeah. Can we have two hours? <laughs> Where that 50 minutes uh, isn't going to do it. No. <laughs> yeah. I think you're hot. Thank you. Yeah. You're biased. but I. But actually, you're beautiful, though. And funny and smart and driven. And I do think I have a lot to offer. I just think that I'm like a six by LA standards. Like LA people are hot. (laughs) But you would, hot is a different, not everybody's looking for the Instagram model. Mm, True. That's not always somebody's idea of where they're settling down with. Right. That might be a fun play thing. But not a committed <laughs> That's thing, fair. right? And so everybody, there's, you know, I think it, it would be easier if you actually looked and not just paid attention to what's on screen. But when mm. you're out in the world and look at the couples that are sitting Oh, I do that you, all the time. And I'm like, really? Yeah, there's someone for everyone. And there's also like, yeah, the really. I was like, really? I know. That married that? Like, what? Yeah. And so I think, and I'm not saying that the levels of hotness have to match or that there's like, (laughs) oh my God, I'm not, you know, it's a, when you find that person who Mm -hmm. does that thing for you, it doesn't matter if they're hot or not. They Mm -hmm. do that thing for you. Mm -hmm. Right. And and all the other shit goes away because there's this weird connection that happens between people when it connects yeah and all of the other stuff oh i'm definitely also like hung up on a like a past connection like that for sure yeah which is really embarrassing to admit okay (laughs) linnell 50 minutes 50 minutes times two yeah 100 minutes please please linnell please alms for the poor 100 minutes as many (laughs) minutes as you can spare so I mean, there is a reason why there's a fairy tale where you have to kiss a hundred toads to find the prince, right? You just gotta kiss some toads. You have, I've done some toad kissing you though. Have not barely kissed any. Not toads. in not recently, but yeah. I have. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's got COVID. COVID. <laughs> 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 this is it. This is it. This is, it just keeps going. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So. All right, this, is the, this is the thing. Find my soulmate. You, Despite what the head <laughs> is telling you, and this is true for me overcoming addiction. Yeah. And I think it's going to be true for you overcoming this thinking. Yeah. Is that you can say, okay, thank you for sharing that. Like yeah. my head is saying, go smoke some weed because this doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. And you need to check out. Thank you for sharing. I am not going to do that. I'm going to go to a meeting. Even though I don't feel like going to a meeting, mm-hmm. you could even go to meetings. I could. Now that you're in... Uh, yeah now that you're working 12 steps you can go to any open meeting Mm -hmm. some you can't share at but you can go to them and the you'll relate i mean people relate because we're just talking about being human yeah and what how hard it is to just get through the day sometimes yeah so 
more to be revealed, but I think that th the key is not going to be thinking your way out of it. It's going to require action yeah. to get out of the thinking that is plaguing you right now. Mm. And the universal mother. Universal mother. Wherever she's not been. Kim Kranz is our universal mother too. Oh, yeah, Kim We'll Kranz. talk about that in our next episode, our, yeah. our card book. Our archetype book. Yeah. She's, yeah. No, we're not being sponsored by no. that. No sponsorship, but we... We do really love this artist girls. and I'm going to call her a mystic on some level because she's, she divines these cards mm -hmm. that are pretty cool. And so we just pulled our little, our little cards for the archetypes for the, the year, year. Yeah. which is always fun because we can get a little woo woo because we are we in love, Southern California. We love a little woo, especially at the, the new year. Yeah. 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 Usually we'd go for a sound bath on New Year's Eve. Yeah. But COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No breathing, no breathing in the communal room. No, this year. no breath work <laughs> till midnight. <laughs> All righty, This was a gift or from my tea. grandpa. He doesn't even know I need to increase my hydration. And look, it just, it appeared. just appeared. So, me All and right. my lip wrinkles are gonna. Cheers! This. You guys are miracles. Thank you for listening. Thank you mm -hmm. for finding us. We hope this helps you because it's helping us. It's I helping think. us. Yeah. Yeah. And 2024 is going to be an awesome year. No, nope, we're not doing that. Yes. We're not. No. Yes. I am. I am positively saying <sighs> it's going to be an awesome year. And I'm not going to be disappointed because it will be awesome. It will be challenging. It will be hard. Those shit that's, that's not going to go I just our way. A fucking fun, good, easy year. What happened to those? When what fantasy world has that ever happened? Name I one fun, easy year. One, just one. Yeah. All right. Fine. It's it doesn't exist, but we can make it fun. We can ch we can yeah. we can adjust our attitudes towards what happens in life, right? Like shit can happen, and yeah, I can be sucked into the vortex of negativity and bullshit, mm. or I can say, guess what? I'm still alive, and I still have choices in life, and I'm still going to show up the way I want to show up, and I'm going to still do fun things because I want to live a fun life. Mm. Which is probably why I pack so much shit into it because I feel like I missed so much of the younger fun stuff in like high school and kid when I was supposed to be a kid and I was smoking weed and yeah. drinking and turning During, an like, alcoholic. Yeah, because it wasn't that many years, but they were formative years. 10 to 20. I guess that's a lot of years. <laughs> 10 to like 10 years old yeah. to 20 years old, yeah. still a child mm. by any measure. And so I think I pack a lot of fun in because I was irresponsible and I didn't pack a lot. of. I thought I was having fun, mm. but really I was just drinking and partying and well, having stupid some other stuff too, though. Like you played sports and you I didn't really know how to play sports with people. Credit words do, though. Like you weren't entirely like breakfast clubbing it. Not entirely, but very close to only mm. breakfast clubbing it. So, you know, yeah, I've have I have I had a lot of fun in thirty seven years? Yes. Yeah. And it did require like decorating a convention to go do that thing or or creating a sober dance because nobody else was doing it and yeah. I wanted to dance in a sober place mm. meant I had to create a sober dance, which I mm. did, right? And so I did a lot or a sober ski trip where yeah. we pack forty people in a van and we go. Yes. Yeah, so it's like again, mm. 
no one's coming to save me. Mm. I If I want to have fun mm. and the fun's not where I can sign up for it, which we actually do have a lot of ways to sign up for fun now, mm-hmm. then I can go create my own fun or I can mm. just sign up for the fun that's already being created by somebody else. Yeah. And so that's why I do that. It's like, mm. oh, that little circus with all the artists that we're going to go to in a few yeah. weeks or whatever it is that... You know, we keep sending each other stuff, something Mm -hmm. at LACMA that's happening, something like there's things that we live in a place where there's lots of opportunities to experience different things. And those things do change us. Art changes us. Art exposes us to different ways of thinking and different ways of being. And so like, you know, we are very open to that. Not everybody has that opportunity. I'm thinking about that poor girl with her bamboo smokestack, like in the middle of nowhere. She but she has her that. life. I, all she I kept also thinking filmed of, it too. So somebody filmed it. Somebody filmed yeah, it. Yeah, and she's cutting everything with her machete, and yeah. she's got her bare feet. I'm like, I would have chopped my toes off. Like mm. you know, so I don't have to do that, and I don't want to do that, and I could mm. go do that if that was calling me, but that's not what's calling me. What's calling me is doing this work. Mm. I need to do some stuff around here that we can actually hand people pieces of paper mm. that they can help other people with, or yeah. that they could read when they're not listening. There's lots of work to do. And so it's a matter of now, okay, how am I going to make this space Mm. and not leave every, you know, do my job in Mm. the best way that I can at work for, you know, what I do there Mm. and leave some space for me to do what is really important to me over here. Yeah. And so that's going to be my challenge next year. And it's not all going to be fun, but I'm going to make it fun because I want to have fun. And I'm not going to have fun with you. And so you're going to get fun by default. Great. May not be. It's not going to be easy. I'm yeah. not delusional enough to think that that it's going to be easy. Yeah. It's going to be hard. Yeah. But it's going to be fun. Mm. Right. Yeah. Anyway, drink some water. You're a fucking miracle. You're a miracle. You're a miracle. I love you so much. I love you too, Maggie. Glad to be back in the back in the saddle. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I'm about to be in quite a few saddles. It's, yeah. Hey. Woof. I did tell her the best way to get over someone is to get under someone. I don't know that every mom tells their daughters to do that, but that's no, what I told they, my I don't think to they do. do. And everybody's got COVID right now. All right, we're done. We're done. Bye. We want to hear from you. Find us on Instagram and TikTok at 12 Steps for Everyone. That's at the number 12 steps for everyone. Please like and follow us. You can also send us topics you want us to dig into or follow up questions from each episode. And if you know someone who would enjoy or benefit from our conversations, please feel free to share this with them. All are welcome here.